0: Uh, welcome back from a little hiatus. We kind of took some time off. We, I, I took some time off for our, for a little uh, Christmas break. But uh, with me, nonetheless, we're getting back into the swing of things. I have another fellow comedian, but not just a comedian, a producer, a content creator, a six-time Emmy Award winner. Uh, more, more Joseph Holy. Uh, he's also, he's also worked for NFL and NHL franchises he has a tremendous YouTube channel I mean this guy is living my best life please welcome to the podcast Mr Joseph de Benedictus Joseph how are we doing
1: I'm great man thank you for having me this is uh this is so cool uh, uh what an intro Jesus well
0: I'm just your, your resume is amazing but I mean is it six Emmys? Because you were kind of going up on me on, on the on camera. But... Uh,
1: there's ten in total, which is what? ridiculous. Yeah, I, it's at some point it just like it gets old. Like, I, uh, it's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing that
0: to... <laughs> you've won ten Emmys.
1: Yes, through just doing a lot of a lot of it came. From, like, it all came from when I worked for the the Buffalo Bills and and Sabers doing their documentaries. Um, and yeah, that's kind of kind of what it is. It's like sports documentary is kind of the the overarching category. Uh, did you uh,
0: work for any of those like the 30 for 30s and all that stuff that's
1: no hard. no not those not those no okay, but I did work not... with I did work with somebody at the bills for several years who was at thir- did come from 30 for 30. right uh,
0: but I mean like your resume as I said comedian producer hell I just found out you were a magician or you have a, a magical background yes um, yeah <laughs> content creator all the Emmys the NHL the NFL but what I love about you most is you're a storyteller and I dig that about you because those are the best people to talk to because I often, I, I, I say I often see myself, but I am. I am a storyteller. So when two of them can kind of get together and chit chat, it's always a, a miraculous thing. How did this all start for you? What came first, chicken or egg? Like, was it the love of comedy or was it the love of video creating or mm. like content creating?
1: Well, I video making videos came first, like when I was a young kid, like I was out, mm-hmm. been making videos forever. Uh, you know, uh, having, you know, my dad would ha- be filming uh, with the home JVC camcorder <laughs> and I would want to take that and film anything and just film home life. And so I've been documenting things forever. Um, and then started editing like, you know, VCR to VCR, uh, for mm-hmm. fun. Um, with, then, in school, was always try, trying to make videos for any any project, uh, elementary school, high school. Um, and yeah, uh, for the comedy part, it's always it's always been there beside making videos because uh, my dad, when he was a kid filming on like an actual like home film camera, would do like skits. Uh, and it was called this show called The We Show. he called it with him and his brothers and his like neighborhood friends. Um, and you can only watch it like projected onto a wall <laughs> and without sound because they right. didn't have, so that kind of inspired me as a kid. And like, I, so I, myself and my cousin would make dumb sketches, like again, that nobody saw for a long time. Cause we were too young to even like know what to do with them. Um, there was no editing, it was just edited in camera. You know, you, you stop. Okay. The next scene is here's over here. Let's go do that now. <laughs> um, right. And, uh, and eventually, you know, we, you know, we, uh, we put, made a website, uh, it was before YouTube existed. So we would just upload, the, I would edit and upload the clip, the, the video. And then to watch it, you'd literally have to download it to your computer. Like there wasn't any other way. Yeah.
0: The old, Streaming. the good old days, the glory days of the internet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So that was kind of always been there with, you know, the comedy thing. Uh, and then I got that on while in university I got an eight episode run on local Rogers TV in Durham region, where I believe yeah. you where you're from. You're a
0: pickering guy. Pickering. What high school did you go to?
1: Uh, Saint Mary's.
0: Dennis O'Connor. Okay. Where is that? Yeah. Dennis O'Connor Catholic High School. We're at Mandrake off of Harwood. Wow, I still oh. remember the address. <laughs>
1: you yeah, we went to
0: Saint so- Mary's, which would have been actually Whites yeah. Road. Yeah, White's Road, okay. That was more Ajax then, sorry, my apologies.
1: You're closer to, close to Ajax, yeah, yeah. Closer
0: to Ajax, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that was, um, I was, you know, make it, so I made that, those eight episodes while in school and, like, delivered it to the station, like, once a week. It, it was, it was crazy time, but, like, it was awesome to to be able to, they basically make a, a comedy variety show, um, and I wasn't doing, really, I only started stand-up about a year ago. I've always wanted to no, do it. No,
0: you did not. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Yeah, I've wow. only
1: yeah, man. I, I, I've I've always been making comedy stuff. I've never actually really dug deep into stand up until about till about a year ago when I quit my full time job to be full time creator because my stuff was going well and I wanted to like I'm like this is the time to finally do it. Um, Wow, so you're you're
0: okay. So for those obviously who, who don't know Joseph, didn't think this in in the full, you have a very successful YouTube channel where I love this concept. Uh, you kind of combat the Canadian versus American food brands, food restaurants, like
1: cultural you, but, things, like any yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that started because I worked in the states for eight years with in Buffalo. Correct. Uh, and I, you know, it was just a normal part of my daily conversation anyway with everybody there was working with Americans. Um, mm-hmm. And you'd find out things that you wouldn't, you wouldn't, were surprising because like, unless you were in daily conversation with other Americans, like you wouldn't, these little differences that are very interesting wouldn't come up, but you would never really realize it. Right. Um, so that's really what I started to do. I started to make videos about that on YouTube. I was vlogging for like, for a year Nobody was watching and it was just, it was fun for me. And, and then I, one of the episodes, I'm like, let's bring my American friend, uh, Jason Holler, who I worked with, uh, who's also a producer and editor. I worked with at the, uh, at, in Buffalo at the Sabres and Bills, brought him into Canada to, uh, go see, uh, to go inside of a no frills to get his reaction <laughs> of a Canadian grocery store. So, and that video, uh, in that video, he sees like bagged milk for the first time. And like this reaction is yep. anyway. And anyways, the video went viral. And, uh, and, at that point in time, nobody was making anything to do with U S versus Canada videos. Like now you see a lot of that on social media. A lot of people are doing that kind of style, that niche, that, that subject, but nobody, Mm -hmm. when I was started and nobody did it. And I, when I was living my life, just being a Canadian going across the border every day into work, I was like, this is interesting. And so, uh, I eventually made it happen and it hit. And then we just kind of made different videos kind of comparing different things. Like we did American versus Canadian McDonald's, which was probably one of our biggest videos.
0: Yeah, I saw that one. That was very interesting to me because I'm like, wow, what the hell did they put in the McDonald's burger? Yeah. Their Big Mac or their McNuggets. That's different from us. It's like, is it, I don't know, MSG? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, like, I don't what know. Do but add? there was
1: a there was a taste, big taste difference. Um, and obviously, you know, the American-Canadian McDonald's actually has a lot more menu items than the US, which was interesting. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It's, it's, and it still is fun. You know, we're still, we're still making stuff. I'm doing a little less with my friend in the States. He's very busy guy. He's got his own production company now. Um, and we, again, when we used to work together every day, we would see each other every day and just be able to figure it out. Um, but since me moving on from there, And then I actually got another job for about a year before I quit that to go full time, uh, into my own stuff. Uh, so, but yeah, so I, I, you know, I, am in the last two years, I've been posting to TikTok and Instagram every day, like making videos about, you know, US, US versus Canada, uh, food review videos. Some comedy videos, um, anything I find interesting. And, well,
0: that's, uh, and that's how I found sp- you, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then I added the stand-up because I I was really what happens, like I wanted to do and I could justify it by being like, if I film my sets, I could clip off the 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 videos. The and best have, parts, yeah. Yeah, have more content, and also I can do the content about my niche <laughs> US-Canada stuff. So that's really where it's my where my comedy act started I was writing about that those differences um so yeah it's and now it's I'm trying to you know be better and evolve and now I you know I have a, a, a I'd say a, a mediocre half hour that I need to cut down and then bring build up again <laughs> so but I love yeah.
0: it dude. I could just hear it in your voice that you have a lot of passion for a lot of the things that that you know you expressed and, and you want to kind of share your story and share your views. How do you kind yeah. of see it happening for you? Is it the idea? Do you storyboard the story in your head? Do you have Ooh. the certain shot that you want to take it? How does it all, where does the Genesis of it all begin? Like the the, the fetus of this idea of to content creators, there's so many yeah. content creators out there. I mean, it's over flooded and some of them aren't even content creators. They're using people. Yeah. Templates Me. and voiceovers to, to do their own thing, yeah. With, you, with so many original ideas, how does it start in your brain?
1: Yeah, I, I, I just that's how I communicate the best is through video, and I guess that's how I grew up <laughs> is making videos yeah. about something I found interesting, and uh, I didn't, I, 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 I never really understood it as storytelling until somebody pointed it out for me. <laughs> I was just making a video that I thought was fun and entertaining, and like people really liked them, and then I remember one day. So I used to work for the Canadian Football League as well. That was my first job out of school. Dude, doing- I
0: love it. You're a sports fan. You're a comedian. You're yeah. you're me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we lived in the same uh, hometown. Yeah, in the same um, ser-
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: It's crazy.
0: Um, but the funny thing that you mentioned that because of the, the whole Canada versus U.S. stuff, and my brain just got to thinking. I mean, just from your perspective, and obviously you would have more insight than I would alone. Why do you think Americans are freaked out that we have bagged milk? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know, they, 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 they know, they don't, it's just not normal for them, and it looks weird, and then when I think about it deeper, it's a little weird.
0: <laughs> it's. A, I think it's weird, be- but also, I mean, you have to think like an American, they're used to cartons.
1: Yeah, so cartons and jugs, yeah. a
0: beverage, you need to open it, for it, and then close it again. Yeah. With our bagged milk, you take a bag, which comes in a bag of three, Yeah. into a cylinder, Yeah. and then you snip off the top. Yeah. And then now it's exposed. Yeah. And then you a, put that back in there. You can't close they can't the co- bag.
1: The comprehension of that, like, what do you mean you don't close the bag? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It just stays open. You've cut a hole in the bag and yeah. now that stays open in your fridge and you pour it up. And to, I guess, Americans, that's, there's no closure keyword. Yeah. There's there. the closure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just uh, not fluid. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's a weird thing when, you, especially when you first look at it, it's like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? But you don't know. If you don't know, you don't know that you have to put it. it you in. not a breast know. implant. Yeah, <laughs> right. You don't know. You don't know the process to get the milk into the into the cup or the bowl, right? So you're just right. like, how am I going to use this? And I
0: saw in your video that I guess your buddy cut the bag and then tried to pour the whole bag in the cylinder. You poured in as yeah. in a jug of milk. Yeah, and you're like, no, no, you got to put the bag in the cylinder because the bag the cylinder fits the bag. Exactly. And I, and if the more and more I think of it, it's like, why did Americans Canadians need to make. Like a six step process for milk.
1: Yeah. I, I, the there's arguments? there's a I think if you Google it, there's some explanations, but like, yeah, it's it's weird. And it's also only like Ontario, Quebec mainly. Um, but that is the majority of population. We all live in this area. So like, yeah, I think percentage-wise, the majority of people Canadians do use bag milk, even though it's only in like a couple provinces.
0: Right. <laughs> Very it's strange. Baffling to me. Baffling yep. to me. So um Being that you you worked for the Buffalo Sabres, you worked for the Buffalo Bills, to you know NHL, NFL, and then you're seeing the comparisons, I guess, in food. Um, These videos, I mean they they've gone crazy on YouTube with just your. What's the biggest sort of comparison you've seen or difference you've seen? Like, what's what stands out the most about American food versus Canadian food, and vice versa? What's something in Canada that I mean?
1: Yeah, well, uh, I guess very specifically, uh, we have poutine, they don't, but it feels like they should because it sounds like an American dish. If you think about it, I'm not
0: a fan of poutine. Are you a big poutine guy? Oh my
1: God, yes. No,
0: I like my fries crispy, salty. I don't want them drenched in gravy with no. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Like, I, I, to be nice and to play fair in Quebec because we all know how sensitive they are, I'll eat it if we go out for it, but I mean, like, no, Uh I'm like, uh, Really? You just give me some salt. Yeah, that's how I like my fries. But I mean, that's more cultural based. And and yeah, I know yeah. you had a video on uh, making uh, poutine or poutine, yep. the national okay. dish of Canada.
1: Yeah, so I that's right. I I tried to, to uh, break into the prime minister's office to make him mandate national that being the official national food.
0: Yeah, I want to get into that too. But go on, okay. Yeah, and yeah. how did that go? Uh,
1: not well. <laughs> not well. Well, it went. Oh. It didn't go like it didn't work. He didn't he didn't really say yes, but well, he was yes. gonna
0: pass a bill there for you, but I mean yeah. yeah. right.
1: he, he wouldn't um, even yeah.
0: How how was that though? Because obviously you didn't break in. I mean, I don't wanna, you know, kill yep. Santa Claus for everybody, but how difficult was that to set up?
1: Yeah, so for those of you who don't know what happened, yeah, I I there's a yeah, video. Joseph
0: actually met Justin Trudeau and Justin, went into his office that's there right during work hours.
1: That's right. As
0: uh, you met the what was
1: it the uh, minister uh, of tourism
0: minister of tourism and he kind of took you around ottawa and yeah. he kind of made a vlog about it yeah and the mission was to make poutine the national dish of of
1: canada that was that was one of the one of the main main missions also um i didn't get i forgot to ask him but to like um see if he can uh, make uh, <laughs> tim horton's bring back the old lids <laughs> it's just uh, you know
0: what i'm with you on that i had yeah. tim horton's this morning and it's like yeah there's and, this excess air gap that you don't need. And then exactly. that the, the pops up.
1: I, and the, Amer- on that. the American Tim Hortons still have the old lids, by the way. Oh, yeah.
0: Another good thing. That's a better eh?
1: yeah. America. It's so, so funny. How,
0: how hard was that? A Canadian content creator gets a meeting with Justin Trudeau.
1: Yeah, I was the first uh, first one ever. And this history. is
0: before pandemic.
1: Correct? No, no, this is
0: this is like uh, in May <laughs> of this past year. Yeah. Oh wow! So this is after like trucker rallies and yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, I think it was all just right. before he got divorced, so. though. Oh, before.
0: and it was just before he got divorced. Wow, you're on it, Joseph. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm, I'm right in the, the thick of
1: it. Um, getting so, the,
0: the prime minutes with the prime minister.
1: Yeah, it was. It was very interesting, and I didn't go in wanting to talk. in like, I'm not at all follow. I don't really follow no. politics. Like, I don't. <laughs> no. it's, so, anyways, but I, I, and also when after I put the video, I. I was—I didn't anticipate it, but, like, of course, yes, there's so many trolls. <laughs> um, well, the
0: comment section is going to go crazy when you post a yeah.
1: picture of you or which, a video right. of you in the prime minister. Which, uh, which is what you want is somebody, like, you want people to m- fuel that so that it actually goes more viral, which is, you know, good and bad. It's always good. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so in the video, we... The whole video was us trying to break into his office. Like, that's the whole setup of the video. You know, yeah. we drive to Ottawa. We find the Minister of Tourism. He, we convince him to tour us around, and then we break off from him. We go and break in, and we go knock on the guy's door, and he opens the door. Like, this is the video.
0: Obviously, yeah, I know. And that's very Ocean's Eleven, but it was yeah. like Ocean's Two.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> the only two of you. <laughs> that that entire premise is was made up by us, by me, <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, uh there's no way you could possibly do that <laughs> without no, it being uh, a, that's
0: what I'm thinking, a setup. Yeah.
1: Now there's a lot of comments who don't who thought that it was real, <laughs> which is Yeah, okay, good know. for them. Exactly. So uh in reality, what happened is we got um I got an email from the Minister of Tourism, I thought it was a spam email, like <laughs> it didn't seem real. <laughs> uh they're like, Hey, we love your video, like we saw your you went to uh Calgary, you did this video, like we we'd love to have you come or meet with the Minister of Tourism and maybe we can get you a meeting with the Prime Minister. Um, they
0: pitched you the idea?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. They they pitched the general meeting and like, and then I just wrote the episode as I wanted. They just, they gave us the opportunity. Uh, so, and it was about three months after that email, it happened. We went, we, we did it. Um, and we, honestly though, we didn't know for sure if we were going to meet trudeau until the day before uh we were we drove to ottawa and the 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 meeting uh with everything was the next day and in the hotel room i got the call to be like okay you got 10 minutes with him for sure so at that point it was like (laughs) all right so we prepared we prepared every possible scenario like if he has time to like act in a bit like I wrote a little a couple bits that I'd want to do with him. Um, if he right. had, if he, you know, and I have all the questions I wanted to ask him. Um, leading up to it, we would we filmed a bunch of like, you know, people asking people on the street what they thought about us trying to ask him about Putin and stuff like that. I did in that episode. I actually did an open mic stand up in Ottawa the night before, and I talked about this opportunity, the whole thing. So wow, So you know, like I, I planned this whole thing out and. Uh, so it was very, it was very fun, very fun to do. Um, so my yeah. first
0: question is how much editing was involved in that video? Because if you go on the streets about Justin Trudeau, I'm sure you're going to have some mixed comments.
1: Surprisingly, like people weren't harsh. <laughs> like, okay. Right. You were in so the, Ottawa. Yeah. It was, people were actually receptive and like, didn't, didn't like want to punch me or anything. So um, no, and,
0: I'm, and and your brand of comedy and your style of content creating is not, you know, you're not controversial. You're not going in there and yeah. like, what the hell were you thinking? I'm like, no, obviously it was, uh, you know, a very was, wholesome bit. Yes. But it was funny nonetheless. And I, everybody watching is like, how the hell did this guy score, uh, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes with the prime minister? Yeah. That was, I'm like, so that was like, okay, question yeah. one. I got to ask Joseph how he did that. So they approached you. There That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I like that because I don't think there is a. Content creator out there that anybody from the Biden administration or the Oval Office, whatever, contact them like, hey, you want to have a couple of minutes with yeah. the, the president? Yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. So exactly. Panda, as much make the jokes as you will, but it happened. Yes, hey, content creator went in. Awesome job on the video, though. I loved it. The ending was amazing. You guys hey. did all the hot spots, the Putin, the beaver yep. tails. Yeah, yeah. I yep. mean, yep. check yep. it out on YouTube. It's amazing. My second question is, what club did you perform at?
1: Oh, uh, it was called. Uh, I think live on Elgin. It's live uh, on
0: Elgin. Ah, uh. Uh,
1: I think they. I don't know if they. Yeah, so they did. Uh, it was a music. It wasn't just. A, it was a music open mic, and you could do comedy if you wanted. So most. Oh, okay, so it musicians. wasn't a comedy
0: club. There was a bar that did a comedy night.
1: Yeah, it's a really nice venue that does like live shows and stuff. Um, and then they have this open mic. I think once a week that I. I was googled like I was trying to figure like where am I going to do this if I can make this happen for the episode? It'd be great. Um, and then I found this spot and they, it was the right day. And uh and yeah, and there were I wasn't the only c- comic, but like there wasn't many. <laughs> um
0: two things about Ottawa from a comedic standpoint that I love. One is absolute comedy. Mm. It is a surefire room. They oh. say anybody who has a set at Absolute is destined to kick ass. They're killing it That's because great. it's just a it's a great brand, absolute, obviously. But that room is just the best comedy lovers come out every night to uh-huh. love and support comics. So that's, that's another feather in the cap. You could put that on the bucket list. Yeah, gotta check out Absolute and, and get a set on there. And two, which you also showcase in your video, who I have friends that have uh, toured and are from Ottawa, but you went to Golden Palace.
1: Yes, the, the, the egg rolls.
0: Oh, my God. That's yeah. on my bucket list of places to go and eat. How oh. is the food there?
1: Yeah, well, we just got all the, the egg rolls. They were they were amazing, right? They were they they won best egg roll in Canada last year or whatever. So like it was, yeah, like, egg rolls like I'd never seen before. They had like this charred outside, which was like interesting, but like yeah, it was delicious. I not, I, I I didn't know egg rolls could be that good. I like egg so, rolls. Like that was
0: a lot of the comics that I talked to. I mean, my, Frank Spadone, Angel Sarukas, I mean, all of them that I've kind of had the uh, chit chat with and always talk about Ottawa and performing there. Always say that when they perform the clubs, that's the place they hit late night.
1: For sure. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I can see and that happening. Like,
0: yeah, and based on that, and here's where you and I kind of are kind of the same. During the pandemic, I produced and shot a four-episodic series of comedians around a dinner table talking oh. about the industry. Wow, that's because cool. I wanted that same vibe of comics going out, having a bite, talking about their set. What the industry is like. What's it like to make it? How come they haven't make it? What they're working on. Yeah. What bit can work here? How do I rejig this set? And or sometimes they have that same conversation in a green room before they yeah. hit the the stage. Um, so I shot that. We're currently pitching it right now. We're, we're kind of it's uh, what, what's it called unscripted series. That's uh, great, but yep. that's yeah. I, I I think like you, man. I I'm a storyteller. I have a vision in my head. I always love chit chatting with comics, as we're doing right now. I yeah. like getting inside your brain. So I did a four episode series where I had comedians, stand ups, content creators. Some people were doing it twenty years. Some people were doing it two months. Yeah, and I put them all around a dinner table. I cooked, kind of a foodie. I love Beautiful. cooking, and then I kind of hosted the whole thing. It's called "This Tastes Funny," and uh, looking, oh, I love
1: that name. That's great. Yeah,
0: "This Tastes Funny." So we're we're kind of looking <laughs> around. Trying to find a buyer right now, but that's but as soon as I saw your stuff, I'm like, this is somebody I totally want to chat with and exactly. have a conversation with because I think we think a lot alike. Yeah. Um, for you, kind of growing up, as you said, you kind of you were drawn to the whole video aspect and, and seeing life through the lens, uh, and then comedy. now, you've only been doing it a year, but what kind of keeps you motivated to do both? Because there's yeah. a life on either side on yeah. the stage or filming the stage. So, like, yes. when you're in the video, I know you're doing a lot of handheld, but do you ever let somebody trust the camera to hold it and operate it when you're on it? Like, you got to do it. Sure. This oh, yeah, day? yeah.
1: I have my, I, for sure, I would. Um, it's, you know, I, I have a, a, a hardcore crew that I would call on if and when it, it warrants bigger than my hand <laughs> needing yeah. the, right? So, like, a lot of the food reviews, like, no, I can just go myself, I put it on a monopod or not, um, gorilla pod or whatever and it just sits on the on the table and uh, it's it's easy um depending on what the, the the content needs it to be um so yeah i have i definitely would yeah if if Frank, if i could afford to have somebody with me the entire time that would be that'd be great <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> take a lot of stuff off of my plate um as for you know the two different uh, sort of jobs, I suppose, were two two different domains. Yeah, it, it's a hard to find a balance. I also have, you know, a wife and two kids, young kids. So it's, right. it's, it's been, you know, it's hard to navigate that uh, at the time, because ever since doing this on my own, where I have to do everything, my own content and, and my own business, essentially, like I'm working 24-7, <laughs> right? Uh, right, right? Yeah, right. I love it. Like, I would do this it's fine. It's great. <laughs> it's what I like to do. But it's really the people around me that I need to, oh, yeah, I need to like step away and separate it a little bit. And then adding in, you know, trying to work on, I got to decide every day, like, what am I working on today? Am I going to edit? Am I going to write? Am I going to, you know, practice stand up? Am I going to try to get another show? Like, so I, I basically haven't done stand up in a couple months because mm-hmm. of obviously the Christmas break, but also I've been working on other things and, and I was traveling. And so I, I'm getting back into it now. Uh, I think this, uh, February and March, I have s- some shows coming up. Um, but yeah, that I think what I love about what I didn't realize I, I missed, um, was the time you're not on stage, which is most of the time. And you're at the comedy club, you're talking and you're hanging out and you're, you're collaborating, you're, you're being creative with other comedians and other people who are in the same boat and have the same ideas. And I, for years, I, that's, that's what I had when I was working full time with the Bill Savers. The best part of it was working with those people that I did, like who are now one of some of my best friends. Um, and it was every day was just eight hours a day. We're just talking and, and being creative. Having stepped away from that life and being a solopreneur content creator, it's isolating um and having gone back into comedy and getting to the comedy clubs uh i didn't I, it like added it, it gave me this this re i got re i get re-energized and like new ideas come from talking to other people that i and that's what i i missed that part of it of of this job so that has been great for me um i so i i will go obviously to, even when i'm not on like last uh, this week i was at uh, levity comedy club in hamilton i didn't i great wasn't club. on it i was just there to Yeah, it's great club I, I was just there to i just go there to hang out and like talk and like see people and and like just be part of the creative collective i feel like right it's it's fun it's for me and i i'm getting it's back. inspiring it's motivating yes definitely right you to, learn to see,
0: to see other artists do what you do and it just it, it gets that fire and that passion burning in you but yeah. yes you are correct i mean the life of a especially a road comic. To be sure. out there, uh, city to city, state after state, province after province, wherever you're going, it, it gets lonely. And it always reminds me of, I mean, my favorite comic growing up was Richard Jenny, And okay. um, he had the best lines. like, the life of a comic is pretty much summed up to this. You're in your hotel room and you're watching TV and you're thinking to yourself, you know, Wilma Flintstone doesn't have a badass. That's pretty much the life of a
1: comic. <laughs> <laughs> Do that alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hear that. That's funny. I guess yeah, that. I
0: mean it, it. It's tough, and and you and you are and you're spinning a lot of plates. Um, you do yes. it effort, effort, effortlessly. Sorry, you Thank do you. it effortlessly, as we see online, because anyone who follows you online sees the amazing work you do, and obviously they don't see the struggle, the blood, the sweat, the tears sure, that go yes. behind it. And and the last video I saw was pretty much like the origin story of Joseph and yeah. how you started, and God knows how long that must have taken to produce. But, yeah, I mean, do you give yourself Time limits? Like, do you, or do you have to? Do you fall victim to uh, if this needs to be seen or go viral? It needs to be within a certain algorithm. I got to make it in less than a minute. I'm like, those are what they're called shorts or reels, and then you start yeah. talking like all of them, and then yeah. you're like, you you step away from. This is good, and it should be however long it should be, and I can frame it and film it however I want to film it. Or do yeah. you have to make content for the content providers?
1: I, I have a happy I'm I think happy medium because have medium because I I I'm of the mindset like the thing is gonna be as long as it needs to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, whereas when I talk to other creators, they're like very specific about it's got to be under a minute, it's got to or like thirty seven seconds. Like most of my videos are over a minute. Like yeah. I say, ninety nine percent of my videos are over a minute because that's I that's what I like to make. I, I having said that though, like I definitely. Do try to make it as short as I can at the same time, but usually it's still over a minute. It's like usually a minute thirty. Um, but w- what I what I I I'm also trying to do now is step away this year a little bit from doing the daily posting because that really takes so much out of me daily because I, I ta- it takes me away from doing the bigger picture projects, um, and so and more meaningful things. So uh, I've grown an audience. Mm, on TikTok and Instagram through the daily posting for the last like almost two years. And um, now I think I, I want to take more of a, a a step back from doing that daily and worrying about that and, and do bigger and better th- pieces of content video, go back into doing uh, YouTube videos. Because really, there's been a few in front. Last year, I posted very little long form YouTube videos because I was so focused on growing. Yeah. Instagram tiktok um so it's just it's just finding the focus um and dead. what happens is de- deadlines do help me find that focus i am bad <laughs> if, if something if there's no deadline for something like i'm i will push it off like because nobody else's needs it it's my <laughs> own thing
0: it's just your deal. It is. it's ready when it's ready
1: <laughs> yeah it's ready when it's ready so um I think the da- the daily posting gives me that deadline, right? That's what made it e- b- happen for me. It's like, wow, well, I got to make something. Um whereas the yeah, that's
0: long why, court- That's why I'm not growing on TikTok. I don't post daily. I'll I'll do three clips for this yeah. podcast. Yeah. I'll put them on TikTok. It'll be maybe one on Sunday, maybe one on Monday, and then I'll put the episode up on Tuesday and and that's it. Click that's the it. link Lincoln, listen to the podcast. I'm done.
1: That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that there's something to be said about just being happy <laughs> and like not, okay. not worrying about, about an algorithm. Um, yeah, because it could take, you could overthink the hell out of it, which I've done and I, I often do. Uh, but, uh, I think, uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 you have to give up some, probably some quicker success by not following those rules for, for you know it's for reels and for TikTok, tock right because if you're not doing it like you could follow that form is so perfectly and it would probably help you quicker but how happy you're going to be i don't exactly.
0: know exactly like, uh, i got that that's yeah i i don't know i kind of I, I move to the beat of my own drum um yep. how i kind of like to put a signature stamp on the podcast that i've always shot uh um is kind of my list my rundown essentially, of questions. So yeah. uh, they are rapid fire, and I say Ooh. this every episode, because as soon as I say, oh, they're rapid fire, you would think someone's going to answer that quickly, but it always spawns off on another direction because you give an absurd answer. I'm like, what? Let's yeah. dive into that. Like, I'm your therapist all of a sudden. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, we'll try it this way. The rundown uh, cool. of, with Joseph de Benedictus. Uh Leaning off, number one, Joseph, you're favorite comedic influence
1: oh my up, god let's
0: say Who um, would be your first
1: uh i think it was uh, i feel like Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin when i was a kid i was watching their like live show tapes back at my Nunna's house uh, oh really uh, oh yeah did you ever
0: fall in love with the Dean Martin roasts oh, i love those no
1: I, I didn't watch many of those it was mostly <laughs> their like stage sketches that i ah, would watch. um nice I loved, I, I did. That was early on influence. Um, and then, yeah, there, I think also the Jerry D who's a comedian when I was of age, like really, I, he was also my cousin's like gym teacher for a year. So like it was a little <laughs> connect, like he was, so, and watching him rise was very media, um, uh, monumental for me as a, as somebody who was wanted to be doing comedy or, or content or be somebody with a face on a screen. So it was. Uh, and he was nice enough when I, he would like because I had contact. I was able to m- talk to him a little bit and I met a few times and, hey. and um, so it was so he was he was very helpful for me. Uh, maybe he doesn't think so, but I it he, he was very it was influential in, in a way for sure. Perfect. Your favorite stand up today? Oh my god! <laughs> I. D- I always get this question and I don't have a good answer. I don't yeah, have it's, anybody. It's an opinion.
0: Anybody can say anything. You I know, say, but like,
1: I, I don't really, I I, I really like, uh, I think, Mike Birbiglia. Yeah, another he's,
0: great storyteller. Or
1: the storytelling is, right, he's doing stand-up specials differently than you normally see, right? It's it's very mm-hmm. much story and comedy. And if I could, I would love to be that good.
0: <laughs> Your favorite comedy movie you'll always love watching.
1: Is Back, to future, is Back to the Future a comedy movie?
0: Actually, Back to the Future was named or, or or dubbed one of the most perfect movies ever. There you that go. was by that was by Quentin Tarantino. I'm a Tarantino fan, but I guess in go. an interview, I remember him saying that Back to the Future is probably the most perfect movie ever. It should yeah. never be main. There should never be a reboot. There should yeah. never be another sequel. Back exactly. to the future was perfect, so no, there is no shame. In it's in that my, being a comedy I, movie,
1: this is my favorite. Uh, like, I got the posters behind me, I got the DeLorean over there. It's oh, just yeah, there favorite, it
0: is. I see it. Yeah, yeah. back to the future. My, it was my
1: favorite movies, my favorite movie. So, uh, Revolutionary. I, like yeah,
0: uh, favorite comedy club to perform at. Now, I know you're going to be doing stand up within the year, but do you certainly have like a home base you live in? You yeah, live in Burlington, I live in no? Burlington, no,
1: Burlington. Yeah, so Le- Levity Comedy Club for sure. Um, the room is so like for an amateur night, it's it's right usually packed. And like the audience is great and everyone there is so nice. And when I was starting out, like everyone was very open and accommodating and helpful. And um, yeah, it was great. And then, you know, I've done a few downtown stuff in downtown Toronto and the crowds weren't for me, like the open mics, the crowds are not there, you know, like, so this place is was really great. Um, And it's like, not Toronto, um, and, and it's still packed. So I, I think levity is amazing. <laughs>
0: Here's a question I've been dying to ask you. Cause I've kind of rejigged it in a way for you. Ooh. Now the question actually is as a road comic or a comic that's always touring on the road, your favorite place to eat. But oh. being that someone who obviously goes to the States a lot and you've worked for the bills and you worked for the Sabres and you cross the border almost every day, your favorite place in the U S to eat. Ooh, <laughs>
1: Oh man! Um, so there's. I'll give you. I'll give you the, an answer that if you live in Ontario, you can get to it easier by driving. Um, there's a place in Buffalo, New York, called uh, Allen Street Hardware. It's not. It's about five minutes from downtown. Okay. It's great food. Yeah, uh, they they do like it's a, called Allen week.
0: Streets Hardware.
1: Allen Street Hardware is the name. I think it used to be an old hardware store. It's and now they just a kept
0: the name. I love it. That's Something great. like That's that. A, what's their menu?
1: Um, it's a lot. Like they have like. Duck conf- like duck on a like it's they they do like really high end but like well priced. Um and every mm-hmm. uh, every week I think is like a there's a different special menu. Like it's I used to live around the corner from it, so I used to walk there. Me and my uh my wife would walk up there and like two minutes and just go there every time we could. It was it's great. I, I miss it. I can't I want to go back now. Um so that's that's up. that's that's one. US um every time I go to Vegas, there's a place called Sushi Samba. It's in the Palazzo. Oh, I know Hotel. sushi samba. You know it?
0: Yeah, I know the restaurant.
1: Yeah. Oh, so good. uh It's a
0: franchise. There's there's some there's in a, New York. There's some in.
1: Yeah, I think there's like yeah, I think there's three or four rest like locations. Yeah, that's the one. My best b-
0: friend's proposed to his girlfriend on a sushi samba.
1: Oh my god. Well, <laughs> I, I know. I love that place. It's like it's a Japanese br- br- uh, Brazilian uh, fusion and Korean fusion restaurant. Not Korean. Yeah. yeah. Japanese Brazilian Peruvian. Uh, fusion and I know they just they just do something right and what I do every time I go there I don't order I just say here's money you bring me whatever you think (laughs) so I let them decide and I so it's a surprise every time I go I love it
0: um if there ever came a time where we can remodel your kitchen to any fast food restaurant (laughs) what Uh, would that restaurant be
1: fast food um
0: every day day and night Breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
1: Oh, man! I mean, God, <laughs> Harvey's probably they got they, yeah. got, hey, they got Harvey's make your hamburger Beautiful they, thing. Yes, they do. <laughs> probably a Harvey's. They got they got also like does that? But that comes because they also meh, they also come with Swiss La right because they they're like they're they always come in tandem. It is a family. <laughs> 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 uh first celebrity crush. Crush. Oh my! Oh, Baby Spice. Ah. Oh.
0: Yeah. nice I like it um a place that you would love to visit what's next on the bucket list
1: oh boy um I feel like i I've been to Italy once and I would love to go back uh and just all the places I haven't been um there's just like venice and and um I don't know i uh sicily uh i I just there's so many spots there I haven't been that I need to go to um that would probably be. That would probably be the easy answer. Now,
0: you are Italian, but have you been to, like, what, what part of Italy? What region are you from?
1: I, I'm from uh, the east side, so I'm from uh, Pescara, that side. Um, and Popoli is, like, the small town my nonno was from, and then right. uh, Bari was the other town my other grandparents were from. So, uh, yeah, it's that side, uh, the east so side. So I've been there. What's that? your are Yes.
0: You're, you're, yeah. Your family's I, from my, Bari? My,
1: that's my mom's. My mom's side is, yeah.
0: Oh, your mom's side, it. and you've been to your hometown.
1: Yeah, I haven't been about it. I've been to the my dad's side in the uh. Pescara region, Popoli. Um, I've been there, and I've been to Rome, uh, and I've been to Sorrento, and like kind of that little circle area that's side. But that's it. Um, so I'm, yeah, you're,
0: you're you're like me. When I go to Italy, I have to visit my hometown. I'm friends, yeah. so there's always. Yeah. Cause if I ever traveled anywhere else throughout Europe, I mean, they'd look at me like, you don't come and visit us. I'm like, I've yeah. been there every year.
1: Yeah. Right. Right.
0: But so, but yes, I've done Rome, but like, I've never been to Milan. I've never been to Florence. I've never been to Venice and I've never exactly. seen Italy the way a tourist wants to see Italy. And I want to yeah. be a tourist, but yeah. every time I go there, I just fall right into the mix of going to visit family and you're staying three weeks. Um, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> if you had a biopic, if they, if, you know, the day came and they made the biopic of Joseph, uh, the Benedictus. What would the tagline be? The,
1: ta- uh, <laughs> the guy who never gave up, even though he should. <laughs> no, no, hey, know.
0: that's a good one. The I like who... <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> even Very if little I engine yeah. that could story. Yeah. Or yeah, he uh, he uh, he fails, but he won't quit, or something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. Uh, yeah. iPhone or Samsung
1: iPhone for sure.
0: All the way. You're a content creator. I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge you anyway. Yeah. Um. And the one question I kind of like to end off with, but for me to you, and for you to the world, and whoever's listening to this, the best advice you ever got in this industry, uh,
1: I um, there's a there's a lot. I, I feel like one. This is in, all encompassing. Uh, don't read the comments. <laughs> um, nice. Right. Because <laughs> that 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 just means like like. Do your thing. Don't worry about other people's thoughts on it. Um, as long as you're getting joy and and your fulfillment, uh, just just send it, put it out there, um, and then and, and you'll be happier <laughs> having done that as opposed to worrying about what other people think.
0: I love that. It's so now. It's so very much now. Yeah. Uh, but it's so you because yes. as a content creator, as a comic, as a producer. And- most importantly, a storytelling that fits so fittingly. Yeah. Um, Joseph, man, I want to thank you so much for your time. I, I, are you are you rooting for your Buffalo Bills this weekend?
1: Oh God, yeah. Oh, I can't. I. I it's really. I, you know, all my friends who work there too. Like it's it goes deeper than just being a fan of the team. It's like my friends who also live in Buffalo and then also still work for the team. Like I, you know, I hope they do the thing that I wasn't. I'm, you know, they didn't do when I was there. It was close, you know. When I was right. there, it was the first time they got back into the playoffs for so the first time in like eighteen years or something, and that was a great time. I Added a lot more work, <laughs> a lot of videos <laughs> to edit, but it was it was incredible. And uh, more work
0: for you. I got to edit yeah. playoff footage now, Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was, it, but it was fun. So I, I'll go Bills for sure.
0: Were you always a Bills fan?
1: I nah. I wasn't really following NFL. Oh, um, really. No, I guess it not. comes to the
0: territory. If you work for the franchise, you got to kind of be a fan.
1: Yeah, yes, I, I, am a fan. Now. i was a fan of the of the team. Um, they pay, paid my bills, so sure, yeah. <laughs> sure about. Awesome. But yeah, no, they're they're great. They're, they they, I, I definitely uh found uh found some love for them having worked for them. So,
0: so were you on the Pagula payroll? That's right. Wow, Sabres too, right? So yeah. does that mean you're a Sabres fan as well, or you?
1: I grew up a Leafs fan. I am <laughs> a Sabres fan. I'm, I'm, bo- I'm, a, I'm both. I think I like to see the Sabres do, again, a lot of people that I know still work there who are really good people. Um, and I, I want to see them succeed, right? Cause if you working <laughs> for the teams, like you get are you, in the office, or you get a, a championship ring as well. Right. So that's that. Well, yeah,
0: no, I, I know I, I have family that works for the Raptors and they got that when they won their championship, they got the championship ring. <laughs> and i find it very odd that we didn't talk about chicken wings at all. But I mean, yeah. here's our our last shining moment. I mean, how iconic are the iconic buffalo chicken wings
1: they're they're amazing. And if you talk to to uh, any any buffaloian they'll they all of them will tell you different spots to go because there's because everyone has their spot. Everyone has their local mama pop shop that does the best chicken wing, right? Um right have, what's, what's the big
0: famous one is it anchor bar
1: anchor bar where they quote quote unquote, like invented the wing, invented the chicken wing concept um. And but Duff's is a big one. Um, Gabriel's Gate, uh, 911 Tavern, I believe, is, is like number one on people's lists, which I've never been to. Uh, there's uh, just uh Kelly- like an odd
0: name. 9-1-1-2. I know it, it is.
1: It's a weird, it's a weird name. I like, think, how did
0: even like that name allowed to let that have be the name of the bar?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Um, uh, one of my even one of my under uh, underdog favorites is uh, a place called Carbones, it's a it's a pizza. Pizza spot. Uh, and but they have like their wings. I really like their wings. Uh and they're I really like their pizza. Like I, I would Carbone or Carbones? Um uh, they everyone pronounces it carbones. It's probably Carbon A's, really, if you were a death or something yeah, like that. Oh, Frankie
0: you. Carbone, good fellows. That's the guy they found in the meat freezer.
1: Yeah, no Yeah, there you go. We also did a full video where we toured Buffalo and found the best wing. And okay. So that that's out there. Um
0: I gotta and, check that one out, yeah.
1: Yeah, it it was a tough day (laughs) 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 to eat that many wings. I can
0: imagine. I can imagine. Uh, Joseph, man, it has been a pleasure chatting with you. As I mentioned, content creator, 10-time Emmy Award. What was your first Emmy? What was your first Emmy win? What was that on?
1: Uh, It was on uh, one of the episodes for uh, the series is called Beyond Blue and Gold for the Buffalo uh, Sabres, where I think it was Ryan O'Reilly. Who was the the feature of that episode in Nashville or something? I think that was the one. Wow. Um, anyways, yeah, we yeah. So that was that was the sh- that was it. <laughs> that was the 1st 10
0: One-time Emmy Award winner, uh, content creator, comedian. Catch him at Levity if you can. He's usually hanging around there in the back. Pop in and say hey. That's right. Uh, Worked for the Bills. Work for the Sabers. You've done a lot, and you have uh, a- an extensive resume, sir. Uh, I thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. And I hope to take the drive up to Burlington and catch you on a set pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This is, this is so fun. And, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people should do comedy.
0: <laughs> there you go. I love that. Yes. You there should you do comedy, especially if you're a storyteller. I love it. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. No, no better storyteller than you, Joseph. Thank, thank you, you so much for your time, buddy. Thank you.
1: This this, this is a journey